Hello, lovely lifestyle entrepreneur, and welcome to the show. Today is a bit of a heart-to-heart session, and we're talking about conflicting goals. We're talking very much about goal setting at the moment. We're running a goal setting workshop over in the Mastermind, and one of the things that comes up every single year is our goals, isn't it? It's, I'm going to set New Year's resolutions, I'm going to set some goals for next year, and um, this time I'm going to crush them, and what's different about this time than last time? And Every time we do this, I often feel there is a conversation that we have internally. And we're going to talk about that conversation. We're going to talk about how to handle conflicting goals and how to know which one of those goals you you should be heading for right now on your journey. Because this is a dilemma I have been through very recently. So I'm going to share that experience and I'm going to share all the research and the coaching that I've had on this so that it can really help you to get clarity on your next steps. Let's start right in. Now, you've probably had many conflicting goals. If you're a mum, you have this one on a regular basis. You feel guilty when you're not with your kids, but when you're with your kids, you need to be working and you feel guilty that you're not earning or progressing or building your business or whatever it is that you do. So maybe you have another conflicting goal, like I want to build an empire, a massive business, but I want to have a family. I talk to women, young women in their 20s, and I talk to older women in their 40s who are still battling with this decision. And it frustrates the hell out of me, which was actually the original purpose of this podcast, that women have to make this choice. And I know men do too. You know, I talk to my husband who wants to be an active parent, who has me nagging at him to be a very active parent and be present and around. But all the while, you can't work like Elon Musk. You can't do the 80-hour weeks that he tells you to do to be more successful than the next person because you have a family or you have a relationship to commit to and have a a more balanced life. I'm just going to say it's a more holistic, balanced life. So I'm very much on building something that has this harmony with your life. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you're not confronted day in, day out with conflicting goals. Do I go to the nativity or do I do an hour's work? Do I go and play with my son uh, at a play area or do I do an hour's work? Do I leave them in front of the TV and go to my laptop to do my social media post today or do I say to hell with it and I've not been consistent and my business coach tells me off? We have these struggles all of the time. Yours might be slightly different than that, but this, you get the example, you get the gist. I'm going to talk about something that I've, I've talked about a lot on this podcast, and that is our big dream to move to France. And we were very much in the midst of a visa application earlier in the summer, if you heard any of my podcasts. And if not, go back and check them out, because I rant a lot about visas. No, there is a lot more value in there than me ranting about visa applications and post-Brexit situations, depending on how you, how you feel. I don't, I don't want to get into politics on this podcast. That's one thing I will promise I will stay away from right now. So visa application aside, we had this big conflict because we we sold up, we were ready, kids were ready, we got school places lined up, everything was ready. Mentally, we had shifted our mindset, we are moving, this is going to be scary, this is going to be hard, we're going to really have to knuckle down on the language learning now, the kids are going to find it crazy and we had literally got things going, you know, my husband had got work lined up in France, Um, he's a builder, joiner, electrician by trade, a, a true electrician, property renovation is our bag, so we were going to do that as well in the over there and over here, don't ask how, I have ideas all over the place. And then the conflict was, we want to move to France. I got, I got my business on the side doing, th- doing the business coaching and things, doing the mastermind and the lifestyle entrepreneur show here. Here we are. Um, and one of the things that kept coming up was, you know, do the one thing, do the one thing. You can only do one thing at a time. 
But also, like, we could do that. But I really wanted property in the UK. I wanted to build a little property portfolio in the UK. Little, I'm probably a little bit too ambitious here. But we wanted to build a property portfolio in the UK because we wanted to always keep property on the market here. So in terms of capital growth, here is a really buoyant property market compared with France. You know, if anybody's ever looked at property abroad, like dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Yes. But I bought a house 15 years ago in France and I think it's gone up like 10 grand. <laughs> it's nothing compared with what I spent on it. It's not a good investment. You know, I've been there. I, I've, I've tested the water there. I spend a fortune on renovations. We've done it beautifully, but it's not going to make me a mint. Whereas you can buy houses here and the capital uplift, you know, there's a lot more development. There's a lot more output. There is a lot more buoyant. Um, well, actually, you know, there's a buoyant buy to let market, to be fair, in France, very buoyant, which is one of the things we were going to do. But that aside, in fact, I'm already doing that. But, but that, that aside, the, the conflict here is we've got to get this property business established. We've got to get tenants in. And we really wanted to go all in on this. But the conflict was we wanted to get to France faster, the visa application. And I was like, we'll do both from anywhere. And it came to a head of what is the right goal to pursue because they were conflicting. Like the whole children thing, like the where do I spend my time? You are constantly battling in your own mind about where to share your attention. So if you, you can imagine having two cups in front of you, two goals that are actually at odds with each other really, aren't they? You know, like the whole, I wanted to be a career woman and bolster my career, but I wanted to be a great mum and be very present and be able to do all the activities at school and pick my kids up and drop them off. I couldn't do it both. Couldn't do both of it. And I speak to people all the time with similar aspirations. And the thing is, you're ambitious. It's great. You're a high achiever. It's great. You're heading somewhere. You've got goals. That's great. Your kids see that. They see you working and that's a great role model. But on the other hand, you want to be there and you want to be present or whatever. These goals are pulling you in two different directions. And if you imagine the cup and your attention, your time, your focus, your clarity and your, your direction and the overwhelm and stress, you're basically pouring out this cup between two cups, a little bit of water in each, each time, each day, a little bit. I just feed each little plant. Yeah, I feed each cup. But the reality is if we're feeding each one, they're both starving. They've both not got enough. Both cups are practically still empty they're both half empty. They're half full, but they're half empty. And you're not getting anywhere with either of them. So you're not going to like this. The outcome of conflicting goals, the outcome is not to do both. I'm not going to say you can have it all because I'd be lying. You know, I remember listening to Michelle Obama. And for years, she was the supportive wife to her husband in the White House. And that was her focus. She brought up the kids. She kept a good home. She supported her husband's career. And then her husband, you know, left the White House and her career just exploded, didn't it? Talks and guest speaking and interviews and magazine articles and events. You know, she just blew up. And her book, her book, you know, her big brand about empowerment, empowerment for women just exploded. And I love that woman. But what I love most about her story is how it helped me to compartmentalize my own time. It helps you to recognize that your life is in seasons. Yes, yeah, so what? She spent 10 years backing her husband's, I don't know, plight for the, the, what do they call it? The run for the White House. When she did that and then supported him in, in seat, you know, that's fine. She sacrificed that, but now's her time to do her thing. So I guess, here's what I'm saying to you. 
all of my research, all of my work with the coaches, where I was completely bamboozled this autumn with how do I make it all work, started to fall into place when I realized I just have to pick one goal now. You just need to pick the most important goal right now. So with that in mind, I'll ask you another question. Of those goals, which one is going to give you the most leverage to live the life you want to live? Because of those goals, one of them will get you closer there and the other one may be a distraction. Now, I realised that one of my goals fed into the other. You know, one of my goals of moving to France, you know, a part of it was never even about France. A part of it was about experiencing other cultures, the children experiencing other cultures while they're young. And if it wasn't to be, we were more than happy to be there for a year, maybe two, and move back again or move to another country. We muted the idea of living in Italy. We muted the idea of living in other places around the UK. And I feel that money and financial freedom enables that. So of our other goals, the whole point of building the property business was to provide some passive recurring financial freedom not just for us, but for the children as well. So that when they live their lives, they can choose the things that they're passionate about, that makes them have fun, that they love, instead of feeling driven by this constant need to make money to keep a roof over their head. Remember that cycle I talked about? There's a cycle that I talk about frequently of getting into a career, finding your trap. We have a career, we earn money, we spend it on bills, Then as we get a wage rise, as we go up the ranks, we become a manager, we get a bigger mortgage, a better car, fancier car. We have Netflix and Sky and go on fancier holidays and we just spend more. Instead of thinking, how can I create more freedom? We just enjoy the life in the moment because I could be gone tomorrow and I completely agree with that philosophy. We could be. Life is for the moment. It is for enjoying. Enjoying. Enjoy the process that you're going through. But there's an element of growth and progress to feel that you're growing and you're progressing towards something and enjoying that process and feel, feel, feel secure about it. Feel happy with yourself for what you're doing every day. So if you're working to a lesser goal, you're probably right now are nodding going, yep, I'm working towards a lesser goal because I have to keep a roof over my head. I have to get some clients in right now. I have to do this to pay the bills, but I want that big goal. And I know I want to be, this is a distraction. It's a conflict because if I'm focusing on this goal, I can't focus on this. What is it that you need to work on now that will also help be a stepping stone towards that? I hear so many times about choosing between doing one-to-one client coaching and having a membership or having a digital course. But do you know what I've discovered through my journey of doing some business coaching and some life coaching is that when I have those conversations, that feeds into what I would put in a membership. That without those conversations, without that one-to-one work, that direct connection with somebody going through something, I can't then help them by putting something in a membership that would also help that same person. So actually it just makes you better. It gives you the feedback, it gives you the content. When I think of my property work, 
You know, it was a part of me that was like, I wish I'd not done so many of my own projects. I wish I'd done some other pro- people's projects. My husband's done developer projects time and time over. And I was like, I wish I'd done a bit of that. But by doing my own projects, I learned the pitfalls. I learned how to lose money. I learned how to miscalculate a budget. And I learned where you get distracted with shiny objects when you're looking around. How to overpay for something and how to still make sure it came in on budget. All of these things, they set you up for something else. So maybe you haven't got a conflicting goal. You've got something that helps you in a step towards your longer term goal. And you just can't see it that way. Or perhaps you have my situation, which was the visa. And I want to move abroad, but I want to build a property empire or build business here that supports passive income. So you're probably wondering, Sue, what did you choose? Well, obviously, in order to enable us to have the freedom that I wanted, because it's not just about France, it is the freedom, the location, the time and the financial freedom and setting up the family. For me, for those reasons, I've got to focus in hustling. I've got to focus on the property side of things now. And that was the outcome to my conflicting goal. If you have a conflicting goal right now, whether it's your career, building your business, the way you're building your business, asking those two questions, what one thing do I need to focus on right now? What's going to get me to the the goal, the step in the future that my future self is really going to thank me for? Asking what now demands of you and knowing that you haven't forgotten about your other goal. You're just postponing it until the time when you've achieved this or you're a bit closer and the time is then right. Making that judgment is something you've got to lean into your intuition. You've got to make space and time. And speaking of leaning into your intuition to get your energy and clarity boost, there is a surprising secret to answer that next big question. And I'm sharing that with you in the next episode. So don't forget to hit that follow button and let me know on socials. What conflicting goal are you challenging with at the moment? Bye for now. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it. Mm -hmm.